Hey, before we start this episode, Jen and I just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you so much. To all of you who have been listening. Would you do us a favor? If you have a moment, 30 seconds, would you mind going and starring, rating, and reviewing this podcast? Um, five stars would be great, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Um, here's why. That helps us to reach more people. It helps us when people are searching this podcast. So if you've been entertained or helped or we've made you smile or laugh or you're a, a regular listener of this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you would rate it and review it and it help us get it out to more people. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers. You can't hear us clinking because we're drinking out of Dunkin' Donut cups. It is delicious. And this is a special Coffee Talk uh, version because we are coming live from Arizona. Yeah, we did. We just did it. We just decided yesterday. Literally. literally, 24 hours ago. We were like... um, Let's just be crazy. Well, tell them the story. Okay. 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 So it was, this is what happened, people. Sunday night, we're out with some good friends, just, you know, relaxing, had a beautiful day. And I was just saying, you know what? I just would love to go to Arizona, take a quick little break. How wonderful would it be? Well, you've been saying you want to go to Arizona for like the last month. Yeah. Yeah. You just had this thing and we've only been to Arizona once before. And it's just this thing in me. It longs for the dry heat. You know what I mean? Oh, you win it now. And so then Monday, some really great friends reached out and said, hey, we have a a condo. It's going to be empty the next two weeks. Do you guys want to go? If you you want to, it's yours. Free of charge. And I literally like lost myself. She screamed. She was in the shower and she goes, ah! Because I I was reading the text. I was, friends. And, and then I went online, and I'm like, okay, well, this is only possible if we could get really cheap tickets. I'm talking really cheap tickets here. We're on a budget, and I love it. And so uh, <laughs> we went online, and it's $132 round trip, babe. Yeah. So I'm screaming, I'm screaming again in the shower, like, babe, $132. And then you had to get the shop covered. Okay, so friends. So many things had to fall into place, I was like, but th- they did. I don't know if it's possible, but then... The schedule worked out, and that's just unheard of for starting a new business, and, and I just didn't think it was possible, and it was. So I am beyond thrilled. So here we are. We're sitting in the sunny Arizona. We got a pool right outside of our balcony and a hot tub, which we're getting into tonight. Yeah, we are. You are currently in your comfies, I won't say, but you know. Um, <laughs> and we thought, hey, we'll just record the, the 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 podcast from here, and then what are we doing tonight? I mean, other than having sex multiple times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely, we're going to go out to dinner. Definitely agenda. Well, there's just great restaurants in Arizona, so yeah. I've got a list of things that we got to check out. Are we going out. to the pool tonight? Yeah, I think we should do the hot tub. Yeah, we should do a long walk. Yeah. I'm going to light up a nice cigar. Ooh. This is going to be great. I'm we're gonna, here. I'm going to drink another cup of coffee. Oh, man. We're here for three days. We're drinking Dunkin' Donuts, the best of the best. So, anyways, well, this is awesome. Well, happy uh, Wednesday. Here's just spontaneous trips. Yes. Cheers to and Wednesday. And thank you to our friends. I don't know if we should say their names. I don't know if they want us to say their we'll names. We'll just say but, friends, and we're, oh, we're, we're their condo the grateful. is beautiful. Two-story condo. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's just yeah. cozy, wonderful. Any huskies. Any huskies. <laughs> the, the plane trip was easy, too. You know, like two hours or so, and we're here. Yeah, other than wearing the mask the whole time. I Can I just say this? I Do you want to say it? I do. Why? I won't say it the way I said it to you. Just be nice. I am, I am disappointed. You're disappointed. In the way America looks. Okay, we can just... I'm disappointed. No, no, I'm not. Don't, don't period me, woman. I'll period you um, if I, I want to period I'm you. I'm disappointed in the way America looks. I just, you know, walking through all these 
these places and I understand and I wear my mask inside. I do. I'm not trying to pick a fight. Um, I just look around and I'm just like, what? I'm just disappointed, man. It's just it's disappointing that this is where we are. And well, there's I long, a lot of people on the other side of the coin that are disappointed that you're saying you're disappointed. You know what I'm disappointed of? I'm disappointed of our reaction to fear. That's what I'm saying. I'm disappointed how we're responding to fear. Um, and you know what? Maybe we'll get out of it. And if if you and I disagree, then agree to disagree. We can still be friends. That's right. Or we're not friends. I don't even have. But your I don't number. want to talk about masks on this. Podcast. I'm not talking about masks. I'm just like just the way are we we're having res- a disagreement right now. Are we? No. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways. Moving right along at the uh, middle of April. Something's got to change. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Speaking of change. Speaking of change. Like that segue. That's a good segue. Couldn't have done um, it better myself. Right. I came across know? this meme on social media, and you've probably seen it if you scroll through the through the social pages of the media. Um, it's this caterpillar talking to this butterfly. And the caterpillar <laughs> says to the butterfly, you've changed. And, you know, like, you've changed. You've and he's, changed. it's in a negative context. And the butterfly goes, aren't we supposed to? Ooh. Ooh. Drop the mic, butterfly. Ooh. Don't like a butterfly sting like a bee. Uh, um, uh. And I was just like, I think so many times my perception of change is negative, if I'm being honest. You know, like, I we actually thrive off change. But when change starts to happen... My go-to is like it's negative, and you know, and, you, and we say statements like, "Well, change happens. You know, everything changes. Change is a part of the only thing that's consistent in life is change." But we kind of say it like we resign ourselves to the fact that things change. But I actually think change is necessary and beautiful, and I want to be better at. And I know in my heart, like change is necessary. Change is beautiful, but I want to be better at. Like embracing it like that butterfly, like, yo, I'm sorry, like I'm flying now. Yeah, and it was painful going through the cocoon and all the process and the transformation. But I want to look at change through a different lens to where it's like, yeah, there's bummers about change, but change is actually really, really good and we can get excited about it. Okay, think about this. I agree, I agree. Because all change is difficult, isn't it? Well, I mean, you you said that right in the beginning. I actually, I think, I actually love change. But I think there, I think there's two sides to change. There's change, and and it's like, oh, this is awesome. Then there's change when it's like you got to grow within. You got some dysfunction. You got to face, or you know, you've got to face your fears. Then that feels so hard and sometimes negative. But I think change can feel that way two ways for people. Don't you agree? Like change doesn't always have to be a negative thing. And that's what I'm saying. And I think even good change can be difficult. Like we had, we had, we were talking to some friends a few weeks ago, and they were moving, and they had mentioned to their kids, you know, months before that, like, would you ever want to move? Would you ever move? And the kids were super excited. And then when they made the announcement to the kids, like, we're actually doing it. Up to this point, the kids have been excited. One of their older ones, you know, I don't know how, old, but you know, young, but the oldest, started weeping, and they were like, they were kind of taken back by it. And I remember saying to him, like, it's just change. Like, even, he's like, cause even he, in a little Because their child wanted to, but then when the change actually came about, it's like, wait a second. Okay, for instance, I am so grateful, and I think everyone who's listening to this podcast could be too, that I went, that I made it through puberty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm extremely grateful for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, well, well, I know you are. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay. You know what I mean? Calm down. <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay, But are you down. thinking about what I'm talking about? Are you thinking about what I'm talking about? Anyways, man, we're in Arizona. Yeah, we it's are. about to get crazy. Um, but, man, puberty was so difficult. 
so difficult. And had you told me up front, like, this is what you're going to go through. Your voice is going to squeak. Oh, weird things happening to your body. You're going to break out pimples. You're going to feel awkward. You're going to be gangly. And, oh, God, you're going to be super emotional. Like, nobody <laughs> likes that. But I'm so grateful. Like, I would do it. You know, you have to go through it. Imagine if you don't go through that change. Then you always have the high voice. Um, you're... You feel super weird around your friends who have grown and mature well, I mean, and changed and you haven't. Like, yeah. And like change actually, it's not an option. Like it has to happen. Totally. Had you not, if we not gone through puberty, we couldn't be having sex. Yeah. Like think about that prospect for a second. Absolutely. So it's I mean, kind of I mean, like looking at change as like, it's an opportunity. It's, and it's sure there's going to be points of where it's painful, where it's awkward, but we have to, I want to look at change better um, in 2021. I 100% agree. And I just think, you know, even as a child and you're raising a little baby, your baby goes through so much growth spurts very quickly. But then there's sometimes where our children don't make those transitions. And then it ca- then we have to go to the doctor. The doctor has to subscribe medicine. So even even in our bodies, like it's, it is part of God's design for us to grow and change. And there's certain seasons where that happens really rapidly, and there's other seasons where it happens slowly. And I think, and our, for me personally, as I, you know, now in my 30s and 40s, You're not in your 30s, 30s and 40s, it was harder for me to change. I it was I loved change much more when I was younger, right? But I think as the older I've gotten, I like kind of getting stuck in my ways. Like you, I, yeah. I feel more familiar. I like my familiarity, and change gets harder. And and I think too, that's that's the sign of like, okay, even in in our 40s. We got to be able to be adaptable and and love and embrace change. And you even made a comment the other day, like about <clears throat> building relationships. You're talking to a friend, like how many times in your life have you built new relationships? Built new relationships. We've moved. Relationships change. Careers have changed. Relationships have changed. Jobs have changed. Relationships have changed. We moved mm-hmm. to different cities and states. It's hard. Like you know, you grow. People move away, and you are like you. At one point, you even said like it's kind of exhausting. Like you feel like you're starting over. Yeah, again. it really. To is. which I said like super true, but also change you know what i'm saying yeah um okay so i kind of narrowed it down babe and here's where we could kind of take our talk with today on coffee talk is three things that change and how does that how do we how do we kind of how do we kind of navigate that people change plans change and opinions change Hmm. people change plans change opinions change all right people change um that's probably the realest one is you were friends with somebody and you've been friends for years and all of a sudden you start to grow distant or you were in a dating relationship with somebody and you were you thought you were in love and all of a sudden it just changes. And the thing of it is, is that people change. Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. It's always going to happen though, mm-hmm. right? Like people will change. And I think how do we kind of, how, do, how have you learned to deal with and how are you dealing with the fact that people that may have been very close to you at some point, even family members, right? They change, and then that changes things. And yeah. can I just say this before we change too? Yeah. Totally. When I when people change, that also means us. I think so many times we're we're quick to look around like you've changed. Look, oh we're man, you're not the same person, else. right? But the truth of it is, it could be I'm not the same person. I had this revelation recently. I was talking to a, a mutual friend of a of a friend that I'm no longer close with, and he was like, "Yeah, well, he's changed a lot, and things have changed a lot." And I was like, "True." And then I was, but I had this moment. I was like. But I've also changed a lot. Like I yeah. really have. My philosophy on life, kind of where I'm going, like that has really changed. So you can't just put all the blame on people if you grow distant. Sometimes things just change, right? Absolutely. You've experienced that for real the last oh, couple yeah. of years. Oh yeah, I mean that, and I, I don't think I could even add a ton of value or 
you know, advice to that comment other than it's hard. And I think the thing that I've had to really run to is, you know, you find sometimes a sense of security and identity in certain circles of friends. And, and I think that's been checked for me big time this year of like, hey, like my identity can't be found in a relationship or a friendship, which, you know, I encourage close friendships. I want a good close friendships, but my identity can't be grounded there. And I think that has come to a surface again for me to really own that again and really take the measures forward to even make more friends and good friends. Yeah. It's um, hard. Yeah. I, okay, I love this song by Maroon 5. I'm not a huge Maroon 5 fan, but they have this one song, and he goes, here's to the ones that we've got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. <laughs> right? Like, and I love the words. Can you just keep singing with that little uh, accent going? Toast to the ones here today. Today. Toast to the ones that we lost along the way. You know, like <laughs> it always be, it always makes me kind of tear up because now I'm old enough to know, like, yeah, like here's yeah, to the people we've song. got. And cheers to the wish you were here. But you're not. But you're not. And that's you know, and it's like, so remember the good, but not everyone that we started with are with us now. And some aren't with us physically, but like we can, like it was so great to hear from, and they listen to the podcast, so I'll name them, Crystal and Jamie, and their sweet little daughter listens to Coffee Talk all the time, and she she DM'd us over social media, like, could we do a Zoom date? Like we haven't seen them for, I don't know, I well, well over a decade, right? Well over a decade, they live in Atlanta. And we're like, yeah, yes. let's Zoom date it up. You know, like still friends, like not here in the present, but still have them, right? So right. cheers to the ones that we've got. And then um, toast to the ones here today, and toast to the ones we lost on the way. And sometimes friendships, relationships, sometimes they just end. Sometimes they end badly. Sometimes they just end. And it's always because something changed. Mm-hmm. You changed. They changed. Circumstances changed. Things change. Um, I think we're going to have to stop. And I, think, okay, go ahead. I think you say, you know, I hear you saying that. And it seems so matter of fact, which I know, I know it hasn't been. But it's not. I think change, when it comes to relationships, it is hard. Like and maybe that's just me, and 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 I don't well, wear all you're, my you're emotions. In a space. You're in I don't a space wear all right my emotions on my sleeve, but I think like, gosh, the loss sometimes is hard, and then you know, kind of the disappointment. And I, but I think again, it brings me back to, like, hey, like you said, things have to change. I've changed, and it brings growth. I think the thing that I've learned in the change in our relationships we've had over the last you know twelve months is I've really grown from the change yeah even though it was really hard personally i feel like i've really really grown yeah i think you have too so i think what i'm kind of saying is stop crying over change and i know that sounds so matter of fact but honestly i'm talking to myself like come on man um be grateful for the people you do have stop fighting the change because it's inevitable and stop feeling bad necessarily because you've changed now if you've made bad changes and negative changes that are hurtful not healthy okay don't feel bad about it just make it make a change but stop feeling bad because you've changed change is a part of anything that's growing that's mm-hmm. living it changes and so i think sometimes just a, kind of accepting it like i think of relationships and i want to feel bad like what did i do you've even asked before like what did i do wrong i'm like maybe we didn't maybe it just changed mm-hmm. and it's like okay okay i certainly think this with kids you know parents can relate with this the way you interact with your children before teenage years is one has to change oh. once they become teens. Now here's the, here's where you see a lot of problems. Preach that. A lot of parents or some parents don't. They don't, they don't the change the way they interact with their children 
when they interact with their teenagers. And it's very difficult. That's why a lot of parents are like, teen years are the worst, right? It's so challenging. It's because you're still you're still relating to them Babe, you're as hitting, a child. That's gold. And can I just say, there was a hot minute. I think both of us realized we were frustrated. It was like that transition from elementary to preteen and then a preteen to actual adolescent. And we, we, were tr- we were still doing things the way we used to do it, and it was not good. And I remember, I think it was you actually saying, Jen, you have to, you have to change the way you talk to the kids. You have to change the way you, yeah. you discipline them. And, 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 you know, expectations have Scold to change. Scold them. And, and you can't be so... And I remember you saying those things to me, and I'm like, you know what, you're right. And we had to make that transition. Where we had to start treating and also ex- expecting more from our kids as they grew older. Like and they I'm, can't act like a child anymore. Oh, yeah. Longer. And I remember saying to my son, they don't get away with things like I that. I remember saying to him, like, okay, you're a young man now, so obviously I can't do this, this, and this. I'm not going to do that because you're a young man. I respect that. But here, and I would, you know, and they even felt like, okay, so dad's relating to me now, not like a child, mm-hmm. but as a young man. Um, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. The teen years for us have been wonderful because both of our sons are out of their teens. They're in their 20s. Our daughter's 16 going on 17. It's been wonderful. Um, and I think, first of all, thank God. Second of all, we were in it together. But third of all, I think we really, really were super intentional about changing the way we react to them and parent them. And interact. The relationship, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant, interact. The relationship had to change. And Dude, if you're if you're a parent of a teenager right now and you're going through hell, maybe take this one little tip. Change the way you're interacting with them. They're no longer kids. And, and you this? might say, oh, they act like kids. Treat them like what they are, which is young adults, and see what happens. I love that. And okay. you said, you know, if you're frustrated with your teenager or preteen, I think half of the or maybe eighty percent of the frustration is like you said, it's because you're you're functioning with that child or teenager. In a, in a manner that worked months ago or years ago, and maybe you still want them to be a little baby. And I think, and you're mourning. I, that. I think as we had to own that, when we own that as parents in that transition season, our relationship with our kids. I know for me personally, with the boys and Serenity, it got so much better. Totally. It, but it took a hot minute to make that transition. And I think the same is true in marriage or relationships. Um, any marriage, I would let me just say this: if you're in love with someone and you're and you're doing life with them. Things should change because that means you're growing and you're learning because yes, you're always going yes, to learn something. Yes. And when you learn something, you should make a change. How how bad would it be if you've been married for 10 years or you've been in a relationship with someone for two years and you're still interacting with them the same way as when you started? That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to change. Like I certainly don't, you and I don't communicate and respond to each other and interact with each other the way we did 24 years ago when we got married. You know what I'm saying? We don't. Some things... Some things have changed, and maybe we wish. Oh, we could get back to some of. I mean, I think I was. I disagree. I was going to say we get back to some of the love, but we we've kept that the whole thing. We're just a lot more probably. But respectful. we've had seasons where there's been yeah. like spells of like, man, we need to be more physical with each other, or we need to actually spend more time, you know, in our dates and planning those out. And, and that takes effort and change. But you're exactly right. Like um, even even the time when we decided that we just were hitting so many rough spots that we we went to counseling and people who listen to our podcast know that. Because we just couldn't figure out the changing process, and that really helped us. Okay, we were with a couple last night, and new friends that we're making, and it's great to make new friends. And they had made this comment. They're like, we don't feel like we have many friends anymore. And we don't know them very well. And I was like, oh, we can relate. I was like, first yeah. of all, everyone, hashtag quarantine. 
pandemic. Like yeah. all of us haven't seen each other. Like we're all getting back out there. So there has been a massive disconnect. And anyone who says that you're connecting through Zoom, you're delusional. Now it's a connection, but we're not actually connecting. I mean, right. it's a connection. And if, if it's all we have, then it's all we have. But you understand, like there still is a There's massive disconnect. Layers. There's yes. a massive disconnect yes. with not yes. like interacting with people. They uh, the couple we were with last night. They're like, this is a, you're the second couple we've gone out to dinner with in a year. <laughs> you know, and I, I couldn't. I never tell them like you're the 200th couple we've gone out to dinner with. No, but that's in so a year. real because it, life life has just been so weird this last year. Right, and, and I, I think we're a little extreme too. Like we're just all. And over so, the place. can I just say this? collectively cheers to the ones that we've got yes I don't be that. sitting here being like oh man well, i don't think i have any friends anymore and i only have one or two like cheers to the ones that we've got you know what i'm saying yes life has changed roll with it okay jumping into plans change um plans change and this is hard but this is natural life think about seasons and i know we've talked about that before on the podcast but seasons change there's nothing you can do to stop summer from coming thank god let's get to summer and then fall is going to be right around the corner as long as even if you want summer to stay doesn't mean it's going to stay. Fall's coming and you can't change it. So um, plans change, life changes, seasons change because that's the way things go. Um, and I think there's an art of rolling with it or going with the flow. You know what I'm saying? Don't you say, babe? Totally. Like, I feel like we're getting better and better at that in our, with year after year after year of just like kind of like, all right, plans change, course correct, adapt, innovate. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know, be spontaneous. I think if you can't, if you can't handle the fact that plans are going to change, like we wouldn't be sitting in Arizona. I was right just going to say yeah. we we literally just made the call and just jumped on. The and it wasn't easy. There was a decent amount of things to reshuffle. Yeah, right. But you know, plans change. Plans. I was up at 5 a.m. making it happen to be here today. But on, you know what? That it was so worth it. On the eve of Easter, my car, my Sequoia that I drove for 13 years, died in my driveway, and I was like, "Plans change." I had a moment of panic, and then I rose again. That is the truth. <laughs> um, what about and you know? And I think we used to have this phrase at an organization we worked at, and I think we came up with it. I don't remember, but live life open handed. And I feel like everything we have, um, seasons you're in. Like, just be open-handed with it. And I think that's the art of rolling with it and going with the flow is you don't hold on to anything. I'm not necessarily talking relationships, but like your plans, your your the, your schedule, the way you think things are going to unfold, you know, like don't hold on to it so tightly because then if it gets ripped out of your fingers, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of live life open-handed, being I like, you know it. what? And that, that requires an enormous amount of faith and trust in something security. bigger than yourself, yeah. which... I recommend God if you're if you're if you're looking for something bigger than yourself, but like live life and I think, open-handed. And I think when you live life open-handedly, you you relinquish control. And I think for me, I've learned that over the years is that you know what, no matter if it's with my kids or you or with the you know church people work, like just you know live with an open hand, like you said, even with people. Just you know what, it's okay if people want to do one thing and I expected the other. Don't take it personal. It's okay. Living life open-handedly. Handily, is that a word? No. Open-handedly, yeah. Handedly mm-hmm. is such a beautiful way to live because it all, it also de-stresses you. I feel like there's a lot of anxiety comes when you're just grasping, grasping, and holding on to what you always have known. And think about it. If you're clinging so tightly to what you have, you can't take hold of what's coming to you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just a philosophy on life. Like you're clinging so tightly to what you have. You're playing almost like you're playing defense. Like hang on to what I have. Hang on to what I have. 
as opposed to being ready for all that's coming to you. Live open-handed. Things are going to change. Plans are going to change. Which leads us to the last one is opinions change. Um, this is huge. And I feel like I'm just learning this. First of all, um, disclaimer, you and I are incredibly opinionated people. Oh, are we now? <laughs> yes. You think? That would be my opinion. Okay. Um, we're very opinionated. We have our own opinions in life. And so I think for me, it's taken me longer to realize that it's okay and opinions they change. So what might have been right or wrong a few years ago, it's changed. Mm. And you know, I'm want to be a loyalist. So if I like, if I say something, I'm gonna stick with that. You know, until the day I die, right? And realizing, like, you know what? Time and seasons and relationships and circumstances have actually changed my opinion. Like, and are we? Do we really want to die on that hill? That's that's. I think in marriage too, we used to be so adamant with each other. And I'm like, why am I dying on this hill? Like, it, it's just not even worth it. And I think yeah, and I wonder if it, like clarify, clarify. People are like, what, what is she talking about dying on hills? No, like <laughs> there was a saying that we kind of lived by. Someone said to us like, choose which hill you'll die on. Like you, that's can't, like a that's like a global. Okay, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. And you can't you can't fight every battle. You can't die on every hill. Exactly. So are there certain things in life, and it can only be like one or two or maybe three? Like what hill are you willing to I mean, die on? Okay, let's just be really practical. I used to be nagging my kids all the time pick up your clothes pick up your clothes make your bed make your bed you were dying on that hill I'm dying on that hill man. alone because I did not join you on that hill I was hill. like I can't you know and finally I've just realized hey you know what every other day I'll mention something about doing what we've asked and at this point I'm not going to be every day dying on that hill it's just like I can't do it well you did that a long time ago I know yeah. but I mean as a mom I think we do die on too many hills I mean, there are some things, but there's just too many. Well, mom's got lots of hills. Oh, that was my alarm. Uh, we're not in Cough Talk Studios, so that's okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is an on-the-road show. send the flower list. Okay. Can I tell you one of the things I think that one of my opinions that's changed tell is how opinion. we spend money. Um, I've noticed as I've gotten into my 40s, and I have contemporaries also in their 40s, I own a lot less things than my contemporaries do. And it's not because we make a lot less money. I don't think, unless they're just. Unless, I, yeah, I always wonder. Unless they're doing so drugs many, on the side, and I don't know. So many toys. But I'm, I've come to realize, like, no, it's not just a little bit. Like I, compared to other people, like I have a grill, and I have a fire pit. <laughs> like, what else do I have? I have a set of golf clubs that was given to me ten years ago. Same golf clubs. I haven't added to them. I don't own. I have friends that just own an enormous and amount of toys. Wrong. No, I don't think it's bad. It's not wrong. But here's and people are like, so bad. I'm like, well, what do we spend our money on? And it dawned on me. We spend our money on stuff like this. Yeah. Trips, family vacations, family getaways, family weekends. We do it all the time, and it Family don't. dinners. And I think in my twenties and thirties, I was kind of like leaning towards maybe like buying, especially my twenties. I thought like I need to get this. We need to get a, a new, car. Newer car. We need to get a house. A bigger we need house. To, yeah. And now in Those my mid thirties and forties, I would much rather spend money on memories. Mm-hmm. So I choose memories over merchandise. I could care less about the merchandise. And then that, for me, goes for like designer clothes. And we have a lot of friends who love designer clothes. But I don't even want to... I like nice clothes. But I don't want to spend my money on designer clothes because I would much rather spend money on making memories. And to me, memories happen over meals. And I remember there was... Someone had asked me, like, you guys take like two weeks vacation plus another week... Like, how do you do that? And I'm like, we, we, we save. save. We save every month. And, and we then, don't buy all the merchandise. And I, we, we say no to other things. Yeah. And I think, I think it's really paid off even just in our kids and our family dynamic. So thank you for leading us that way, my love. <laughs> okay. 
so kind. Um, is there any other things in your life now that you're 40, a very young 40, by the way, who I'm about to see in her bikini? Um, are there any? I'm so excited. Let's just get okay. this over with. Okay. Stay focused. Um, any major opinions that, that changed for you over the years? Where you're like, you know, that was an opinion I had and it's changed. Is there anything you can think of? I mean, there are so many. I think the biggest thing over the years is don't be so quick to judge. Like, empathy. Like, you don't know the back side of someone. The, 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 the story of Because you life. used to have a saying when we were youth pastors. You were in your 20s. You used to say, and everyone would quote you. Build a bridge and, and get, get over it. it. And I would say it sarcastically, <laughs> friends. But you meant it. You're like, build a bridge and get over it. You know. But and, you have changed. And, and I think I've learned over the years is like, hey, people have issues and there's a reason why. So be slow to judge. Be slow to place, you know, I don't know, even like put people in categories, even though we won't ever say we do. But, you know, even in our heart and our mind, like I think that for me over the last decade, has really been a huge change in me. And I've always loved people, but I think in my heart, I've always kind of been maybe a little bit too quick to place a judgment and um, really just believe the best. Yeah. Um, okay, me more practical. And I don't, you probably, you, I don't know if you're changing with me on this and you might, you might, we might get on an on-air disagreement here. Um, retirement. My philosophy about retirement has been changing. First of all, I don't know that I'll ever retire. Like, just stop. And I don't think it's bad, but I'm thinking for me, it's been changing for me. I think, like, we'll, well get. I don't it. think you've ever felt like you would ever retire. Yeah. Though. But, you know, my grandfather retired at 65 and they just traveled. Him and my grandma, and I loved it. They came and saw me in college. They traveled <laughs> over, overseas and, and I loved that. And I remember thinking, like, that's kind of the dream. Like, he would just, he had a massive family. But for me, I'm like, I think I'll slow down, but I don't think I'll retire. Like, I could see us have owning a, you know, beachfront property somewhere in America and, you know, in our 60s and 70s, still involved in things and still ha- still have ownership in our businesses and still be a part of the church, not running it probably in my 70s for sure or mid l- yeah, late 60s. Yeah, you're not, babe, you can't. But I'm I sorry. can see myself writing books, you know, <laughs> oh, and like yeah. still going and like still doing life. I, I just, I, yeah, I don't see myself not building something, growing something. Also, I'm kind of low key raging against the machine when it comes to retirement saving. I just, and I, hear me out, I'm gonna say it and you're probably gonna disagree, but I just, I'm kind of, I'm questioning the the philosophy of playing it safe now so that I can be safe later. Like mm. save my money now, put it away now, be safe now, be safe now so that I can be safe later. So when I'm 70, I'll be safe. And, and what I hear you saying is, is like, and I think that keeps- <laughs> Such you, a counselor phrase. I, what I hear you well, saying. I do. You know, what I hear you saying, babe, is that that like people save, 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 and they don't enjoy what they have. No, leverage. Now I'm down to save. And God knows we're like- we, we, but, we, but they also just save, save, and put it in retirement, and they don't actually use or spin any of what they could in this season. That, that, that too. But I'm also thinking like, Instead of putting all this money away so that in 30 years I, I can be safe, what about leveraging all this money now? So that, and I mean, you could put some away, but leverage more of it mm. so that in 30 years you don't have to be safe, man. Like, you could just freaking kill the game. Like, I don't know. Don't get me going. And you I'm still passionate. I'm still, mid, I'm still mid change of this. And I, I do believe in retirement saving. So if we, you're out there, you're savers. listening. Yes. Yeah, I mean, come on, people. But, I'm changing a little bit, babe. Like, I, I feel like I'll be a lot more aggressive to, like, leverage what we have now. I'm not trying to play it safe in life. You've been a little aggressive this year, I'll have to say. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we've been very aggressive. Yeah. 
I think I think you have made the change. <laughs> no, I haven't yet because you won't let me. But I'm thinking well, it through. I think you are making the change. Anywho, ski. <laughs> I said that three times. I know, what is it? I think I'm on. It's it's a little mini vacation. He's three days away. It's got me saying that. Anywho, skis. Well. <laughs> Hey, we are coming live to you from Should I play the Arizona. Song? Should I play the song? No. No? It's Memories by Maroon 5. Okay. It won't pick hey. up well. Cause I can't reach out to call you. Wait, wait for it. Hey. Everybody hurts sometimes. Everybody hurts someday. Hey, hey. All right, here it comes. Right. Here's the theme music for Coffee Talk. Hey. Cheers to the ones that we got. Cheers. Cheers to the wish you were here tonight. Oh, the drinks? Oh, all right. Next line, toast. Toast to the ones here today. Yeah. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Um, here's to changes. They're good. Sometimes they're hard, but we're going to get through it. Cheers, babes. All right. Bye.